Hey, what's going on, everybody? <laughs> Welcome back to the hardworking happy hour. I'm Sean. And I'm Catherine. And as always, we will be singing jaunty little tunes in our intro of our podcast. And also talking about trades oh, okay. and entrepreneurship and turning your creativity into a passion career. Yeah, like I had a split second moment just as I was, <laughs> you know, going to do the intro. And then I was like, we should, you know, it's a new year. We should have intro music. Yeah. Didn't have enough time in those short <laughs> milliseconds to curate something produced. So I just did right. that little ditty and... Uh, Love it. Came out great. <laughs> appreciate that. I do. Uh, but maybe we should this year, you know, do a little, uh, get a little theme music. You know what? I know a musician who could probably do that for us. Who is it? You. What? But we need vocals. Uh, Do you know a singer? I can handle that part. Whoa. I think we have a real drum, guitar, vocalist situation on our hands. That sounds awesome. All right. We well. should do that. Okay. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, well, glad we got that settled. Uh, what do we got going on this week? <laughs> I don't even know. You don't even know? No. Well, that's not good. It was like a short week, but like a really busy week, it felt oh, like. Oh, no, no, no. I was talking about, um, what are we going to talk about this week? The uh, building. No. No, what? what is happening with your brain right now? We are going to be talking about what makes you different. There you go. It's something That's that it. I feel like we've talked about. We've touched on it in a lot of episodes. When we talk about branding, when we talk about marketing, when we talk about selling yourself to your future clients, <clears throat> we talk about figure out the thing that makes you different and then leverage that in your messaging, in your storytelling, through your content, through your website, whatever it is. But we haven't really talked a lot about what are the things that can make you different? Like, yeah. how do you carve out a little niche, uh, something that differentiates you and your business versus the sea of competitors? True. So I think it's something that we can dive into. I love it. As you're swimming around the sea of competitors, yeah, you dive right dive through Dive in. It. Dive through them. Dive through them and go deep. Uh, so, love yeah, that. that's what we're going to talk about. Okay. What did you think I was talking about? Oh, just the week in general. I thought you were just like getting riffy and just wanted to talk about the week. Oh, you think I was riffing right off the rip? I thought so. A little uh, off the rip ripping. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. How was your week? <laughs> Let's get into that. It was a short week and it was busy. Was it a short week? This week was short. What right? is going on with your <laughs> Catherine? I feel like I'm just losing it today. Get it together. We had off on Monday. We had off on Monday. It was a short week because of New Year's. <laughs> because of New Year's. Yeah, the observed holiday. Yeah, so I guess it just compressed the week and made everything feel busy. But yeah, we had a we had a couple of couple of rain situations, a couple of dingo situations. So yeah. there's a lot of problem solving. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's busy. How was your week? My week. Uh, I work at the same place as you, so I had <laughs> a lot of the, that happening. Yeah, had a, okay. a lot of that stuff applied, but yeah. I do feel like. Um, we got so much done. We're yeah. still being so productive. And I think uh, we've made a lot of changes with some of the things that we're doing. Like mm -hmm. uh, we've talked about the morning meeting. We've talked about uh, a lot of just little changes that we're trying to make to be more efficient. And I think one thing that we haven't really touched on uh, that we usually try to do, but I feel like we're trying to be even more uh, thoughtful about it is like finishing one thing before we move to the next thing. Um, and I think that's probably because Ant has, I mean, he's always kind of been the lead on site, mm -hmm. but now that it's like more formalized and he's kind of like running the morning meeting, setting the objectives of what we're going to do and all that kind of stuff. Um, we're kind of tackling things a little bit more strategically where yeah. like our goal, uh, for Monday, we just talked about before we left was Monday at the end of the day, we want to have everything from the deck surface down completely done. Yeah. So 
all of our trim up, all of our treads done, all of the plugs installed, like have that completely done, check it off of our list, and then we can move on. Because I think that it, it just feels better as you're going through it that you're like completing one thing. Yeah. And it's out of your head. It's 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 done, checked off the list. And I think it's really, really, really gonna help. You know when? When? When do you think? At the end when there's a whole At bunch the of, end of the <laughs> loose job. stuff exactly. that we have to finish up. You know, we've talked about uh, on many occasions uh, how I always seem to get real uh, stressed out yeah, at the yeah. end of a job. You are known to do that. That might help that. Yeah, I Love think it might that. help that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited too. And I think I, I've been it's loving fun. our morning meetings, but I think that yeah. that has also led to some afternoon before we go home meetings, which yeah. we ch- like chat about what's going to happen. So if we need to get stuff, you know, whoever can get that before work, I feel like that's really... Between those two meetings, we're it's a we're, whole we're humming new on world. <laughs> humming with efficiency, it's great. What song is that? That's from Aladdin. Sort of, Aladdin, yeah, love They're that. They're on the magic carpet. They're on the magic <clears throat> carpet. We're on the magic carpet of life right yeah. now. I feel like uh, we're really. I feel like these little things that we've we've implemented lately have made a big impact. Yeah, small changes, big impact. Yeah. Remember our book, TM trademark. <laughs> uh, don't steal it, anybody, because we're gonna write that book. Yep gonna be a lot of recycling of like other stuff that you see in other <laughs> books but it's gonna be packaged nicely and it's, yeah, it's yeah, gonna yeah. be pretty good um yeah so i think that's great i i agree i think it's great and it's a great been, way to start the new year it is a great way to start the new year and how do you think things are looking for this year if you had to pick a direction <clears throat> uh only up only up <laughs> love that uh we were just talking about how uh, excited we are for this new year and how everything's just looking so shiny and new and up. So and great, it's yeah. been like a such a nice feeling. It is a nice feeling. It's a great feeling to have hope for the future. You know? Because <laughs> otherwise it's it's pretty sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh okay. Speaking of the new year. Yep. Last week. Last week. We talked about setting goals for the new year. Let's yep. do a quick little goal check in because okay. uh, you know, it can be easy to to fall off your goals like right away. Yeah, so uh, speaking of that, oh. where where are you at with the Pilates? Okay, first off, in my defense, <laughs> I didn't totally know what Pilates was, okay? I thought no, I had I... an idea of what it was in my head. I go New Year's Day, go to YouTube in the basement. Yeah. First off, a little bit of a low ceiling situation. <laughs> so a couple of moves right off the rip. I felt like it was jazzercise kind of style. And like the moves were like really weird and complex. And like, it's just, I was like, this isn't what I thought it was. I don't I feel like, like it's this. not what it is. I feel like you took some sort of Fugazi class. I don't know. I but, feel like you did. And I've told you several times, you got to try the Peloton ones. You need to try those. And give it right. another shot. You need to give it another shot. I'll give it another before, shot. Before you commit to quitting it, I need you to give it another okay. shot. One okay. more shot. A Peloton class, Pilates. Okay. But uh, just also in my defense, my big uh, physical challenge of the year is 50 miles a month. Right. So, <clears throat> you know, the the Pilates was just going to be on top of that. Right. But my main and thing where is you are, 50 it's a, uh, what are we? We're currently six days in. How many miles yes. you got? Well, yeah. I want my, my theory on this and my strategy was to do it in like nice whole numbers. So okay. it's easy to know where I'm at Good and idea. know how many more I have to do. So right now I am at a nice, clean, even zero. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at zero right now, but uh, <laughs> did you like that? Yeah. Didn't know where you're going with that. Love yeah. that. Yeah. So, but I got, uh, I did a New Year's Day Costco run. 
And man, they really have it. They have it figured out because they, they have seriously all this do. workout stuff set up yep. right in the center next to the <laughs> clothes. Know. And I was at the clothes section first because they always have some nice finds. Yeah. And then I see those adjustable Bowflex weights. Yeah. And I was like, I should probably get these. They're going to help you get in shape for exactly. sure. Exactly. So you know what I did? Threw them in the cart. Threw them in the cart. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. I've been using those. Oh, good. And I've been eating super good. Yeah. You see my lunches I've been packing? Yeah. Also, everything is from Costco. <laughs> love Costco. We should, wow. Yeah. We need Did, sponsorship. We should reach out because yeah. we both do really love yeah. Costco. Do you want to tell the people about your uh, bland lunch theory? Yeah. I think if you stop seeking enjoyment out of food, <laughs> then uh, you just like stop. You think about it in a different way. Yeah. And especially like when you're at work and you have food to eat it's really easy to just eat that food, even if it doesn't taste that great. Yeah. <laughs> because like, there's nothing else. You didn't bring anything else. <laughs> and at that point you're like, I don't feel like running to the store to get something else. It's like, I have this here. So I've been eating plain chicken out of these pre-cooked little individual wrap packs that I got at Costco. And it's working out great. Yeah. It's working out really good. And I'm doing a lot of string cheese. I'm doing a lot of protein shakes. I'm doing a lot of apples. Yeah. So that's, that's like the four food groups, I think. <clears throat> I think you got it covered. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I think that that's honestly a great theory because I also have been having a bland lunch situation. I eat the same thing every day. And uh, like yesterday when we were pushing all that stone around and like I didn't eat breakfast or anything in the morning, I was feeling a little sluggish. I had my boring lunch, but it was a very healthy, boring lunch. Yeah. In the afternoon, I was rip roaring, ready to go. Yeah. You know what I feel like it helps with? What? The nice, like clean, healthy lunch. That afternoon brain fog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't feel tired. You don't Not need as that much. nap. You yeah. either don't feel tired and feel really sharp or you feel like so tired because <laughs> you're like, oh my God, I, did, I need like some sugar. I need yeah. a cookie. Anyway, uh, and we, that, we didn't even get into uh, Oh my goodness. We didn't even get into our drinks. And yep. what do I have here? I have, I, I wanted to go with a, just a regular old beer. It's a good beer day. I like yeah, it. I wanted, a, I wanted a just a regular old beer because we haven't had that in a while. <laughs> and uh, I got some Modelo. You know why? Why? What was it's, your thought process? It's got this shiny tinfoil on top. And <laughs> I, I just fancy. love that. I love that. It does look It always fancy. draws my eye. Uh, I did. I was looking for uh, Coors Original, the banquet beer. Okay. But I didn't want to drink it out of the cans. I feel like if you're going to drink Coors Original, you got to have it out of those little pony bottles. You oh, know what I'm yeah, saying? Oh, yeah, the teeny bottles. Exactly. Yeah, like so, uh, and it, once again, we don't have a bottle opener, so... Catherine is currently trying to pry it open with some pliers if you are not watching this video. Got one. Oh, sweet. Thank you. Appreciate it. You are welcome. You got to go upside down with the pliers. That's, uh, that's what I've learned through this. Wow, that's great. And the, the beer's good, too. But yeah. That's a good, oh, wow. Good job. Thank You're you. You're really progressing fast. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, oh, cheers. Oh, sorry. Cheers. cheers. To uh, the new year and the new premiere outdoor living. Yeah. Oh, Catherine, how are you doing on your goals? I'm actually nailing all of them, and I've done exactly what I said I was going to do, so just wanted to put that out there. Okay. <laughs> Way to get all braggadocious on yeah, us. Yeah, well, uh, I had to. Yeah, you got that goal journal, which uh, which I like the idea of. Don't think that would work out too good. It's too complicated. There's too many things to write, but uh, yeah. it looks like it's working out good for you. It is, You yeah. enjoying it? I am. Yeah. I'm really enjoying it. Should we give pe also people an update on... Um, I feel like we need to reiterate how good that Microsoft To Do app is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That really is killing it. I'm loving it. It's super helpful, and it's <laughs> like, like, like I'm, I'm loving it. it. Yeah. <laughs> ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Um, it's funny because I had envisioned in my brain like exactly the to do list that I wanted, and then that to do list is like pretty much exactly. Yeah. That felt like such a, just like a natural like 
here yeah, you like go. here's, here's the thing here's that you the... thought didn't exist, yeah. but like it's right here. <laughs> and uh, it also got me thinking, we should get sponsored by Costco, McDonald's, and Microsoft. We'd be so rich. <laughs> Let's sell our souls to corporate America. Okay. Uh, just an idea. How are you so. going to hawk McDonald's? You, you don't eat that food. Yeah, but you I just said that... I'm loving it. Subconsciously, like I wasn't even thinking about it. And I was like, <laughs> I'm loving it. And I was like, McDonald's, Big Mac, quarter pounder with cheese. Love it. You know? Yeah, now we're, now we're just sounding like we are sponsored by McDonald's. Yeah. Uh, we're not. Yet. <laughs> yeah. Call us McDonald's. Yeah, call us Ronald. <laughs> 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 All right, so um, should we get into should we get into the meat and potatoes of this? Sure, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, episode here talking about what makes you different, because uh, like I said, we talk about branding a lot, we talk about marketing a lot. Uh, I think that's probably one of our strong suits. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that you know we do we do. I think we have a little bit of experience to uh, offer people some yeah. insight and. For sure. It's like one of my go-to things to say to people when they say, how do I get started marketing my company? How do I start getting better clients? How do I start creating content? You know, all, all of these things. And a lot of those questions come back to figure out what makes you different and then find a way to tell that story. Mm-hmm. I think that is like the core of marketing and branding right there. You have to figure out something that's a little different about what you provide whether it's the product or it's the way that product is served to you, uh, it's the way the, the service is performed, whatever it is, you need to figure out that thing and then tell that story because otherwise you can just be, uh, what do they say, turning turn your wheels? Spinning your wheels. Spinning your wheels. I knew there was something there. Uh, otherwise, you can just be spinning your wheels, putting a lot of effort into creating content or uh, spending money on marketing or building out websites. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have like that one thing figured out initially, it's hard to have a concise plan of attack. Yeah. You have to look at this like it's war. <laughs> you have to. It's psychological warfare. Everything in life is, first and foremost. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. I think that's just a really valuable conversation that we can get into because uh, I was talking about it with some people today about that same thing. And then it kind of sparked in my head. I've said this a lot. I've talked about this a lot. We've mm-hmm. talked about it on the podcast, but we really haven't dove into like, what are, what does that mean? Yeah. What makes you different? Like that's, it's easy to say, figure out what makes you different and leverage that. But I think that can be a really tough process for people that are just getting started and feel like they're just getting their legs underneath them with this business thing. Like they don't feel like they have something super unique and super different. So I think it would really be helpful to our audience to just spend some time kind of reflecting on uh, what are some of those ways that you can differentiate yourself. Yeah. And a lot of times you're already doing something that's different and is going to really appeal to a certain type of client. Yeah. You just need to figure out what that thing is. What does that potential client look like? And how do I get my message to them so they hire me? Give me the money, please. I give you this nice service. <laughs> yeah. I think you wrapped it up pretty nice like that. Yeah. Um, all right. So, Sean. Yeah. What makes you different? How did, where did you? Business or personal? Both, I guess. Okay. <laughs> well. How did you, how did little baby Sean decide what his different thing was going to be? Uh, are we are we talking like way but like are we talking <laughs> Todd like we're talking baby brain here yeah how did you figure out your entire life uh, no it's about like young oh, Sean okay. when you were like carving your path where did you you know 
Are we talking about in business? Or are we talking about like, you know, just trying to find out who I am as a person in my young teens? What are we talking here? <clears throat> How far back I do feel we like it's all, Well, maybe we should start with like, I mean, maybe you don't need to go back to your teenage years. Okay. I feel like you're really figuring it out a lot of things yeah. in your teenage years. Let's yeah. not dive into that. Yeah. Um, but I think you need to figure out who you are as a person before you can figure out like the story you want to tell with your business. Yeah. Like that kind of leads into it, I would say. That's true. I wasn't even thinking about that. Like going, kind of basing your business around the things that make you different. Yeah. And that is something that, that I definitely did. It was, I kind of identified a few things that I thought were my strong suits. And, and I think it's worth saying this is after I'd started a business that was based around a lot of things I wasn't good at, cutting lawns mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> it depended a lot on organization and scheduling and, you know, billing out people at a certain time of the month and making sure that they all paid you and, you know, all that stuff. Right. So it was after that I realized, hey, I'm not I'm not really good at a lot of these things that it's going to take to succeed. So uh, I kind of dove into what are the things I'm good at? I'm creative. Uh, I'm good at thinking about things in a little bit of a unique way where I can, you know, maybe do some unconventional things to get to where I want to go. Right. And that was that was kind of the 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 start. That yeah. was kind of the start of the business was let me build around these strong suits. And the number one thing was I want to be able to be creative and build unique spaces. And that was the idea right there. Like that was the one thing that I knew I wanted to build the business around. So a lot of people ask, like, how did you find these clients? How did you get to the point where, you know, you could just be doing unique, cool, creative projects within two years of starting your business? Because, you know, people say like, I don't get those opportunities. People aren't asking me for these things. Mm -hmm. And I think the best thing for me was I had that vision in mind from the very beginning. Like I started with what I wanted to be different about the business. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Did that make sense? Yeah, it did. You picking up what I'm laying down? (laughs) I I am. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I feel like a lot of people, um, when you look at like the service that we provide, you could think that like the person who designed this beautiful, luxurious, well-designed, well-thought-out plan could have like a very, like their personality could be very buttoned up. They drive some sort of Ford Raptor and never get their hands dirty. And like, that's kind of the person that runs that kind of business. It's a and very you can, specific <clears throat> picture you're painting. I'm trying to, <laughs> Down yeah. to the car and everything. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, I think that, like, when young people think about, like, the business that they want to create, they think they have to be this certain person. Like, I want to run this business. I'm going to, I'm going to present myself as this luxury driven person. So I have to be that person. Yeah. But you can only fake that for so long if that's not who you really are. Like, you are not a luxury-driven person. You are a... I'm a hillbilly at heart, <laughs> I guess. Not, no, you're not a hillbilly, oh, but, not... like, I don't think that you're striving to drive a $200,000 Ford Raptor. You don't that know never anything gets, about That me. never gets dirty. I think that that's just a different kind of person. So yeah. if, like, I'm you're striving to be somebody you're not going to be, you can only do that for so long because eventually... House of Cards. Crumbles it's going to crumble. Like you you can only be somebody else for so long. So I think that it's important to really identify like who you are. And I think like this business, you're very self-aware and you've created this business around that. You know, you've like yeah. leaned into your own personality. Yeah. You know what I mean? Does that yeah. make sense? 
No, didn't make any sense okay. at all. Complete gibberish. No, it made a lot of <laughs> sense. Uh, I think I think that's another important way to look at it is make sure that you're being authentically yourself. Yeah. Because I see a lot of people that especially are just getting started. They have this like kind of disconnect uh, between how they present themselves uh, either online through content or on their website or marketing, whatever that is. They present like they think that they need to present themselves in that way right. that they are like. And I think it comes from like an insecurity kind of place. And I was the same way when I started. It was like you you're you're just getting started. There's so much that you don't know and you're scared for anybody to find out. Like yeah. you're like, I don't want anyone to find out that I'm not super confident in every single thing that I do. And I have a lot to learn. So I think a lot of people start at that point where they're just kind of faking it and they don't want anyone to find out that like that they don't know everything right so i think it takes a certain level of comfort to get to a point where you're confident enough in your own skills and your own business that then you can kind of like step back from that and you can be like yeah i don't i don't know everything and, mm-hmm. and now i'm completely comfortable saying to everybody like yeah i'm not sure whereas when i first started and somebody came to me with an idea, I'd be like, oh, yeah, we've done that before. No problem. Like, totally mm-hmm. not to do that. Now, all the time, I'm like, uh, yeah, no, we've never done that before. But yeah, of course we could do it. Yeah, we'll figure yeah, it out. No problem out. at all. <laughs> yeah. So I think a lot of people think they need to present themselves in that certain way. And they want to present their business as this very buttoned up professional mm-hmm. uh, kind of thing. And I also see a lot of like owner operators, somebody that's going to be in the field a lot of times they've run their marketing like they're trying to appear to be a bigger business. Mm-hmm. You know, they're trying to look like very professional. They they want to make it seem like they maybe have multiple crews and they're doing a lot of projects. And I think that that is just not the way to go about it. I think it's you're missing out on a really, really key selling point to a lot of people. Like a lot of people would prefer the experience of a very like person to person interaction with the person that comes out and sells to design to build is the same person. And they have that same point of contact. A lot of people would pay more for that type of service rather than going with a a big established company where you're getting a crew of subs. Like the salesperson isn't the person that's going to be at your house doing the work. So I think a lot of people are missing out on huge opportunities by pretending to be something that, they're not. Yeah. Did that make sense? Yes. Okay. Authenticity. People should strive for always being authentic. Yeah. You think? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I would that makes say sense. so. Yeah. I mean, I guess it just really depends on who your clientele is because I think that maybe there are some people who see those like really buttoned up crews and that that appears to them, but I for us at least that's not who our clientele is. Our clientele wants you. They want like Yeah. They talked to you. They followed you. They want you. They like when we're there, we're like we become friends with all their kids and their pets. And like, yeah. it's just like a whole different experience that we offer. So that's and that's always how we present ourselves. Yeah. So I think and I, I also get people that, you know, are asking me about things like uh, stories on Instagram or 
just types of content that they're making and like they don't want to show a whole bunch of stuff behind the scenes because mm-hmm. like they're they're worried that a potential client is going to see that and see it in a certain way and it might not be the most professional you know thing that they're doing it might be a joke or it's just like something kind of silly yeah and they want to always present themselves as this very buttoned up professional uh contractor and i've always gone the complete opposite way because especially i I won't say like in the very beginning i did because again i was like insecure in my own abilities and and Mm -hmm. business in general figuring it out figuring it out so but then once i was comfortable with it and i kind of was confident enough in what we provided then it was like i need to just be authentic because if we present this version of ourselves online through social media and through our website where it appears that we are like super uber professional and we are all buttoned up and we have this like, you know, just very professional uh, appearance and and all that kind of stuff. When we get to site and start building, like there's going to be a huge disconnect. They're going to be like, you guys are like joking around. Yeah. You are, are these people? goofing off half the time. Like what is going on? Uh, so we want to present that in all of our marketing. Like we want people to know that, yeah, we're not super serious all the time. I mean, we take the work serious, but yeah. we like to have fun. We're going to be joking around. We're not going to be in uniforms. Everyone's just going to be wearing whatever. Um, all of that. And the clients that see that and end up hiring us, they love that part of it. Like yeah. it's a fun experience for us to be there, I think. Yeah. And that's authentic. Yeah. You know, there yeah. are a lot of companies that are buttoned up that have uniforms that are just like a very, uh, you know, kind of like sterile service. And some people want that. Some people do want just a very professional experience yeah. from start to finish. They don't care about the personal aspect of it. Like they, they just want this job done. They want it done well and they want uh just a very straightforward uh in and out transaction in and out transaction so if you are that type of company that's great market that Yeah, market that that's your thing yeah there's your thing that's what makes you different that's what makes you different yeah i think especially in the trades um well i mean i guess not all of them but most of them are like residential too so you're you're not only like dealing with these people you're providing them their service. Like it, you're in their house, you're dealing with yeah. them in their house. So creating some sort of personal relationship makes people feel more comfortable. There are some people that want that, like, ster- like they don't want chit chat. They don't want banter. They want that sterile interaction. Yeah. But I think a lot of people would rather feel comfortable with the people who are coming in and out of their homes. And like you said, we, we interact with their kids. Like they want to feel comfortable. Oh, I'm hitting yeah. my mic. They want to feel comfortable with us being around their space, you know? So yeah. I feel like creating that personal connection, they really got to see. And especially with our clients right now, they've waited for us for like a year. So they've seen a year's worth of content. They know yeah. us. They knew us before we got there. Yeah. So <laughs> they made that decision and now we're there and they like really feel like they know us. You know, they, they bought us lunch today. Like it, we're, you know, just more in their lives now. Yeah. We're, we're around. Like, we should like be part comfortable. Of the family. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I, I always think so. about that when you're like in people's houses, that's so... It's personal. You want to trust those people. You want to know that yeah. you're, they can leave and still feel safe with their house. And yeah, you don't, I, I would never want someone like with that kind of sterile interaction, like being in my house or yeah. around my house when I wasn't there. But I think that most people trust us. They, they know us. I think so. Yeah. That's cause like 
there hasn't been any times like, you know, I I don't think that they would like if we were actually like inside their home. Like they come home from work and I'm like inside <laughs> well, watching that's true. TV. Yeah, we are deck builders. <laughs> yeah, I'm like on the computer. Like, like that. Uh, hey, uh, excuse me, I'm I'm on a meeting. <laughs> Step out. Uh, yeah, don't do that. So, but like I'm thinking about other trades. Like yeah, absolutely. Like as, like, like a plumber, you want to trust that person. You want to know that they're. Yeah. And it's good, you know, they're doing something. It's going to take all day. You feel like you need to run an errand. You're like, oh, I can't because this person's in my house and I can't leave my house. Yeah. You want to trust that person. I totally agree. Trust is uh, trust is very important. You need to be able to trust the contractors that are going in and out of your house <clears throat> yeah. around all of your precious belongings. <laughs> maybe I'm just leery of people, but yeah, it sounds I'm like always you're, like you're a little scared. You're a little paranoid. People a little bit, maybe. Yeah, yeah it sounds like I don't it. trust strangers at all. No, you shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> Stranger danger. Um, all right. So let's talk about some other ways that like are examples of differentiators. Okay. What do you think? Can you name one? Um, you want to you start this well, off? I feel like that's really broad. What do you mean? Like what are some things that could be different about your business that you could leverage uh, to your clients? Um, I got about a hundred examples. Are you talking so. about like you as a person though, or like business things? Like, Either like or. I always return your call Dealer's within choice. 12 hours. Boom. That's my thing. There you go. That's something right there. Yeah. Great. All great right, example. Now you got one. Great example. Uh, <laughs> the one that was on my mind was something very similar to that. <laughs> uh, okay. We are a uh, drain cleaning service. We get to your house within 24 hours. Okay. 12 would be a little aggressive. I think to actually get there. Well, what if you have an emergency? This is get there within one hour. <laughs> We're already at your house. If you say it's an emergency, we'll be there in an hour. If you yeah. say it's not an emergency, twenty-four. We'll get there in twenty-four. <laughs> yeah, I think. <sighs> I think really what we're, what we're trying to demonstrate here is it doesn't have to be something that is like above and beyond. I think a lot of people get trapped into the thought of like. I'm, I'm building regular type spaces. You know, the service mm -hmm. we provide isn't glamorous. We're not building these beautiful backyards. We're not, you know, working in million dollar houses. So I don't have like that thing that has that glitz to it that mm -hmm. I can really like market. But it can be like the most mundane things. Like we are the person that always calls you back. Boom, right there. If you are in a certain trade, really, I think any trade, if you are the type of business that can accomplish that, like, We'd never be able to do that. We'd never get anything done. So we're, <laughs> no. we're very upfront that we're not going to call you back uh, for a while at least. Yeah. So, but if you can, that is a huge thing. And it's something very simple, straightforward to get across. Yeah. It gets, it gets your point across. We are the company that calls you back within 12 hours, no matter what. Oh, you know what I just thought about? What? If you're in like one of those kinds of services where it's more of like a, what do they call that? Like... Not, com not commodity based, but like, like maintenance based. Yeah, more maintenance yeah. based. I guess if you're looking for a thing, go on Google, search up your peers, read their Google reviews, see what people are complaining about. Take that thing, that's your new thing. Oh, I can't get a guy to call me back. Your new thing is you're always calling people back, and then all your Google reviews will say, "Oh my gosh, this person called me back immediately. This was so helpful." Yeah. Got another one. What? We'll leave your house cleaner. Then we got there when mm. we got there that's actually a really good one that is <clears throat> thank pat, you my husband is a home renovator and people always say that's what they always tell me that they're like oh my gosh pat left it so clean and i was like that's something i would have never thought about but yeah that's so people talk about that that's yeah. a good one 
That's a good one. Does that carry over to his home life? No, sure doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Typical. But job site is clean. Uh, That's something that I always, I always hated about working with my dad. He did a lot of window jobs. And when I was like in high school, younger, like I would come in, you know, on the weekends or after school and help out, make a couple extra shekels, you know? Uh uh And, uh, so I would be the guy that, uh, rips out the windows. Mm-hmm. Somebody else would come in, install the window, and then I would go back around and clean up after him. Yeah. And he was always so adamant about vacuum up everything around it. Like, don't just vacuum up the space right in front of the window where it's got, you know, little chunks of wood and it's got sawdust or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, vacuum up all the way back to the door. And I'm like, but this, what, I didn't put this dog hair here. I don't <laughs> want to do that. And he's like, doesn't matter. They're going to come in here and it's going to make our window look so much better when you know they're just kind of looking around and and they don't necessarily even notice that you vacuumed the whole floor yeah to all the way up to the door but they walk in and they're like i got a new window and it, it just feels better in here so that was something that i hated <laughs> i hated doing but was a really good like psychological warfare type yeah. of thing <laughs> to your clients <laughs> no it really was like it, it made you feel like wow not only does this look so much better because we have a n- brand new window in here but the room just feels cleaner. Yeah. You know? That's a great that's a great tactic. Yeah. All right, what else you got? What what other, what other things are there? That one's a hard a hard one to uh to top. Well, it's a hard one to top <laughs> and uh I feel like you'd really have to be uh you'd have to have a good strategy around that. If you were going to market around leaving the house cleaner than uh when you got there. Yeah. I feel like that's just something you have to do. That's just that's something like a that more you of can a word of mouth do. thing. Yeah. That yeah. could be a word of mouth thing. Uh what else you got? Um, oh gosh, I should have prepared for this better. Uh, I feel like it's so broad because there's all sorts of trades that, there's uh, there's a lot of trades like, um, maybe if, oh, I got a good one. Okay. okay. Go for it. You're an electrician. Me? No, no, no. I, I do backyards. Oh, you're not? No. Oh, uh-uh. oh gosh. Okay. Yeah. I worked under this guy's this whole time. Oh. Um, no, you're an electrician. Um, and this is coming from knowledge that we just gained on this job because the homeowner was talking to the electrician about like outlet placement. Right, right, right. So maybe if you focus like on being like design minded, when you're talking to your clients, you're like really helping them like map out where their stuff is going to go. Yeah. That could be something. Yeah, I like that. Maybe. I like that. I'm trying to think of new things that we haven't yeah. already talked about. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, love that. All right, we don't have to have too many more examples I think we've laid out enough examples that you can look within yourself and figure out what are those things that do make you different. Yeah. Because I think if you just go into it and you're like, okay, I'm just going to do my marketing like everybody else. And, uh, you know, I saw these ads over here. I saw this type of a video get posted by somebody else that does something similar. But if your business doesn't align with how that content or marketing portrays you, then... Mm -hmm it's kind of futile. Yeah. So yeah, making sure that your marketing is aligning with you. Cause also, also like we were talking about like kind of gimmicky things, something about, something sorry, you're about, pointing yeah. at me. <laughs> yeah. I forgot that. Yeah. Um, these are kind of like gimmicky things to be like, Oh, I'm going to call, I'm the guy that calls you back in 12 hours. And that's my thing. Yeah. Like other things like, like Pat and his clean thing, like yep. he didn't come up with that. That's just, that's just who he is and how he, how he conducts himself at work. And then that's yeah. what people notice. So, you can come up with gimmicky things, but also if you're a good worker, like those things will just naturally come to the top and then you can kind of 
like can, listen to what people are saying like oh okay that is my thing and like really drive yeah. that point home you know what i mean yeah definitely and that's something like that's hard to like put a catchphrase around like we'll leave your house cleaner than when we arrived yeah but it is something that you could show in your content on your mm-hmm. website like you can show how um you know conscious of keeping a clean space I think that's a that's a great one right there. Yeah. And that I think that actually opens up a bigger one than, than I even thought of. Like you could be the type of person that or the type of contractor that really prioritizes job site safety and cleanliness. Like, yeah. you know, doing, uh, you know, really sectioning off the space. If you're going to demo a kitchen, mm-hmm. you know, you have plastic walls up everywhere. You have HEPA filters. You have a super clean workspace because a lot of people might be worried about like, you know, what about all this dust that's in the air affecting my kids, affecting me? That can be something that really you could leverage a lot and I think would speak to a lot of people. Yeah. Again, you really got to know your stuff. You got to really be a very particular type of person to deliver on that. But Mm -hmm. that's something that is simple enough that you could easily showcase. You could easily kind of walk people through what are those those steps that you take to ensure the client's safety. Yeah. You know, people are always worried about everything. So <laughs> if you're like... People do worry about their health like a lot for some yeah, reason. Yeah, it's so annoying. <laughs> like, chill out. No, I was just breathing fun. in lime dust like yesterday and we were fine. <laughs> yeah, we should have been wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah, we should be wearing masks for that. You should wear a mask if you're spreading lime. It was only like two bags. So yeah. it's kind of like, okay. it was around that cusp of like, well, I got to walk all, all the way over the truck. And then I finally did walk over the truck. But then like the one mask I had was kind of ripped up. So yeah. uh, we're going to get okay. some masks. We're going to get some masks. <laughs> we're okay now, but uh, <laughs> do as we say, not as we do. Uh, okay. All right. Well, uh, do you think that that's kind of buttoned that up nicely or what? I think so. Yeah. You do? I mean, yeah. You got any closing thoughts on that like, topic? Yeah. I, I feel like it's one of those things that, one of those areas that really blurs your professional and your personal life because you can't be somebody you're not and you can't conduct yourself in a way that's like a reach for you and then that's your thing at work, you know? So I just, I yeah. feel like it's, it's one of those self-reflecting moments. You need to realize things about yourself yeah, and like realize your strengths and then kind of go with it. Yeah, love that. Yeah, that was deep. I don't know if it was, but yeah, what, it was, what are your closing thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that deep, but it, it was like, eh, maybe scratching the surface. You got a little deep. It's a little deep. Uh, I think, yeah, I don't really have anything deep to end that, but you know what I do have? What? I got something else I want to touch on. Okay. Something, what I, you was, got? something I was reflecting on. Yep. Uh, so let's tie that up. Uh, yeah. Look within inside yourself, I think. I think it's more of like a self-reflecting, you know, because you can't, like, do something that's not you as a person. That's like a reach personally. So mm-hmm. I think it's more of like a self-reflecting thing. Yeah. You know, kind of blurring the lines between... Um, what, else, what else did you say? Personal and professional. Personal and professional, yeah. <laughs> I was just saying exactly what you said. Did you pick up on that? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, I was. Okay. Uh, Anyway, yeah, what she said. A uh, plagiarism situation. Plagiarism situation, <laughs> right in broad daylight. Uh, okay, I have something else that I did want to touch on uh, that I've been reflecting on a little bit because I feel like in the past couple weeks, I mean, the job site is always fun and jovial and mm-hmm. we joke around and we have a good time. Uh, 
but I think especially like the last couple weeks with all these changes that we that we've put into place, just little subtle things, I feel like we've got a really really good we've been more productive mm-hmm. and having more fun. Yeah. So I think that that's an interesting dichotomy for people to implement. Like, how do you build this culture of having a good time, enjoying yourself, but also have that productivity? Yeah. Have people like not slacking off, have people on their game, all that kind of stuff. It's almost as if you remove the stress of the unknown. It makes people happier. I think there's something to that. You're always (laughs) stressing that. Like I leave details out like, no. Well, you do do that. I'm not. I'm not trying. You to say said do do. Yeah. <laughs> trying to say gotcha. that you don't do that. You love to leave out something specific, so then people have to ask you questions. <laughs> you are known to do that. However, I think that yeah. just having, you know, when pe- people love to have a plan, they love to know what's expected of them. They love to know that they're going to have the things that they need to do that task. So if you remove all those things. I w- that wasn't a dig at you. I wasn't trying to dig at you. I'm just saying, if everything is like yeah. humming, everything's organized, everything is well communicated, people can just do their thing and kind of enjoy themselves. Yeah. They don't have to have that mental space of like, oh gosh, am I going to mess this up because I don't know what I'm doing or I don't have that thing that I need and I have to figure out some sort of solution. Sean's going to yell at me. Sean's going to yell at me. He's going to get so mad. Yeah. Uh, he never really yells, but, but I'm scared of him just in case. Just in case because he looks like he could snap <laughs> he at looks any like moment. He could freak out real good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I just feel like if you take that out, it just really, you know. That's true. I feel like we're like a perfect example of that. Like this week has gone so well and everybody has been in a great mood all week. Yeah, that's true. I think it is uh, partly, uh, part. I, I would give probably most of the credit to leadership. Yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I think- Sean, you're doing a great job. Really? <laughs> You've done a great job all week. I've been meaning to tell you that. I appreciate that. You did a really good job. Yeah, you haven't said that. No, lately, I haven't. So I'm sorry. I do appreciate I'm, really, I'm really sorry about that. I do appreciate that. Thank you. you. You're doing a great job. Thank you so much. I do appreciate that. <laughs> that doesn't that didn't seem forced at all. No, uh, it's not. <laughs> I think that it is uh, directly related to the more direct uh, delegation of job duties, like everyone having a more defined role. Uh, You know, it's almost as if something like, you know, if you take away the unknown, people can just be free to enjoy (laughs) themselves. Did you say that? That sounded familiar. No, I didn't say that. That was from your brain. That was totally original (laughs) thought. Um, No, but yeah. I think that that's that's probably the biggest thing that has because we've always had fun on site. Yeah, we've always had fun. People, we're so fun. We are really fun people, (laughs) but we've always had a lot of fun on site, and most of the time we're really productive. But sometimes it can get to that point where it's like there's too much joking around, not enough work getting done. There's usually somebody that's mostly to blame for that. Uh, Some people get carried away with having too much fun, but I think that you're right. Like. We've clearly defined uh, people's job responsibilities a little bit more uh, recently. And it does like everyone just kind of knows what they need to do to get the job done. And it does like just kind of leave you free to do your thing and then just have a good time doing it because everyone genuinely enjoys what they do. Yeah. So when you take away some of that stress of like, you know, just not being able to plan yourself for what's coming up next. And, uh, you know, I think that delegation of duty has been really beneficial. I agree. Thank you. You said that so eloquently. (laughs) Appreciate that. (laughs) 
All right. All right. You know what time it is. Oh, if we're making jingles, we should probably make a secret question jingle as well. Boop, 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 boop. Secret question time. <laughs> what do you got? No, you go first. Yeah. I went first last time. I went first all last year. <laughs> okay. Here is my question for you, yes. Catherine. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is something about this job, whether it's your job, particularly working for Premier Outdoor Living or something trade related, that is something that you really didn't think about as something that you would enjoy but has been like a unanticipated bonus of either being in the trades or your specific role at premier outdoor living, whatever that may be. Mm. Um, I mean, I want to say vengeance, I guess <laughs> you didn't know how, how I didn't know how vengeful vengeance. I could yeah. be. No, I'm just kidding. Um, did you like that question by the way? That's a great question. You think yeah, so? Yeah, yeah. Because you know what I did? You Googled it. No, I was, <laughs> I didn't even have a question. Uh-huh. I just started talking <laughs> And that's where it took me. <laughs> Not even kidding. Amazing. Yeah, I know. There's some little wi- nuggets of wisdom in there. I know. Good job. I, t- I do that a lot. Like when I don't know what I'm saying, especially like if I'm, you know, a lot of times on this podcast, I'll just start talking and then I'll kind of black out and then I'll come back to and, and find a way to button it up real nicely. So uh, I was proud of that question I like, that I yeah. completely made up. I feel like that means that there's something in your brain that like... Maybe you need to like trust your instincts more or something. Wow. Something, good. something always pops out. You, you're always good at talking. Yeah. That's something true. there. Wow. Okay. Back okay. to me. Yeah, what was uh, the question? <laughs> the question was, what are some unintended things, unexpected things unexpected about things. your position in the trades or slash at Premier Outdoor Living oh. that have been really cool and exciting for you? Um, hmm. That is really a great question. And I feel like when I started my job, there was so much unknown. Yeah. Because I kind of just... It was almost <laughs> like there was no planning behind <laughs> your hiring process. <laughs> um, so I wasn't kind of sure what to expect. And at first, I was in this role that was like um, more hands-off. Like I wasn't on site every day. Uh, it was kind of more... I don't want to say like an administrative role. But it was more of like handling like back end things. I can't even remember what what you did when you weren't on site. Like <laughs> you you were staying I, busy the whole time, I right? Was, yeah, you I was, yeah. I was busy. I was. I you was doing milking things. the clock, were you? I don't know. I don't remember. I, I don't I don't I don't know how you could have possibly had that much to do when you were at home, but I'm sure I'm sure you were really yeah. busy. I don't even remember. Can't I can't I, imagine life without the van. I, <laughs> I know, right? I don't remember back then. Um but I was very hands off back then. I didn't really uh, like my building knowledge wasn't there because I wasn't there every day seeing it. And um, like we would, I, we would be talking about like content things and stuff and I'd have to ask you a million questions and yeah. just for like specifics. Like I got the gist of things, but I'd have to ask you like specific things. And I just yeah. didn't, I wasn't confident in my knowledge of that kind of stuff. So I feel like now that I'm like, I'm on site, I'm participating. I'm like a part of the team. I'm there every day. Um, I guess I just wasn't expecting to like like the trades so much. And I feel like mm. if I could go back, I I would have joined the trades when I was 18. Like I I feel like I would have had a completely different life trajectory had I known how much I would have liked being in the trades. Yeah, like and drop like, out of middle school and just go straight into the workforce. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Love that. We need more children dropping out of school and going so, into yeah, the workforce, yeah. I think. 
I think that's a great idea. I think it's a great idea. We should go to some middle schools and try to poach some kids. Yeah. <laughs> just like take them. Guys, you that sounds like know. we're starting, starting to sound like starting <laughs> to sound like kidnapping, yeah. but uh, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Trust no, no, me. No. Trust us. We're not going to do that. We're very trustworthy people. We wouldn't do that to children. Okay. Uh, so, but yeah, yeah just, just I just feel like there's so much value in here, and I feel like especially this day and age in the trades where it's so hard to find people. Yeah, the trades are going to skyrocket pretty soon. Like salaries and everything's man, just looking up. Everything is looking up. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I just wasn't expecting like now that I'm like building and part of it and like hardscaping, yeah. like I love hardscaping days. I I am more than happy to help like lay pavers, and that's never where I thought my life would have been, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and I constantly try to tell you to like we need to get more into the hardscaping stuff because I yeah. love it so much. So yeah, that was pretty unexpected. I just I knew that I was gonna like it. Yeah. But I didn't know that I was gonna like love it. Wow. And now I like even on my personal time, I'm like I scroll. Sometimes I'll go on like your accounts to scroll because my accounts are like, it's like Girly girl stuff. stuff. Your yeah. stuff is building stuff. So I'm like, okay, I want to look at what other people are doing. So, yeah. you know, I just didn't think that I was going to, I knew I was going to like it. Didn't know I was going to love it. Wow. So what about you? Me? Unexpected thing about, uh, I don't know. I mean, I've been in it a while. Uh, I wasn't anticipating answering this question I made up on the spot. <laughs> uh, something unintended about, uh, what we do. That's a really good question. Cause I've been at it for quite a few years now. Like what yeah. are some things that, uh, huh. maybe for you, it's more on like a business, the business end or something. What are some things about the business end that, uh, that you didn't expect? Yeah, to like? you know what? I think, I think, I think what it is, is what we're doing right now. A podcast. Not exactly. <laughs> but, uh, I think I felt like, I was I was so unsure of myself when like in in one sense I was so confident in where I was going and and mm-hmm. following in my vision but I was also like very unsure of myself. I I didn't have anybody that like uh I didn't know a lot of people that were like in my same situation that I could like, you know, lean on for advice and all that kind of stuff. I felt like a lot of times I was in it very alone, you know? And mm-hmm. I was just like hoping that I was making the right decisions. And I, I would have never expected to be in a position where, you know, we could do something like the podcast or uh, do content online that might like inspire people in like a small way to like, hey, I, I see you and your videos and you're building this really cool stuff. And you're always talking about how you're just figuring it out. And like, you don't have to know everything to get started. Uh, I think that's something I, I would have never imagined that just eight years later, I would be even in, even in a tiny way, like helping people get that confidence in themselves to do what they want. Yeah. So that's a great answer. You think so? That was really nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I never nice. really thought about that, but that is, you know, it's cool. And we're not trying to say like that happens all the time and that we're like super inspiring, but like, you know, we might have like a very small part in, you know, having somebody make that decision that, you know what, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm going to do this thing that I've always wanted to do because Sean's an idiot and he figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. But believe in yourself, you know? <laughs> so I love that. Yeah. Okay. So my secret question. Okay. Go for it. So. Yeah. Nowadays. Yeah. Everything's on the internet. Okay. Everything you do, you put on the internet. Yeah. We put a lot of things on the internet. Yeah. All over the internet. Mm-hmm 
going to last forever. Oh, God. It lives there forever. Yeah. Everything you put on the internet lives there forever. Guys, I don't know if everybody knows that, but yeah. it lives there forever. Okay. Uh, Scaring me a little. Uh, yeah. 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 Oh. Blackmail. No, just kidding. Okay. Um, 50 years from now, yeah. all this content is still going to exist. What do you want that, like... Like, let's say somebody discovers us 50 years from now. What do you want that, like, legacy to be? Like, what... Like, oh what are you God. most proud of? Like a, we talking like a Vincent Van Gogh situation? Yeah. Poor yeah, everything's like. his whole life. And then like somebody sells an NFT of one of our, exactly. of our first vlog <gasps> for six quintillion dollars. <laughs> yeah. Six billion years from now. Oh my God, that's crazy. Uh, hold on, what was the question? <laughs> what, do, what do we want the legacy to be? Yeah. Um, I think like what I just said, I think whenever we talk about like the messaging that we want to ultimately get across with all of our content. Now that it's gone a little bit beyond just doing the content to get leads, you know, we've taken it like a little bit further than that. Now we're reaching a lot more people. And whenever we talk about that, I always talk about just in like helping people believe in themselves, like showing that like when I started, I felt like everybody that was accomplishing things that I wanted to accomplish I didn't see a lot of people that were putting it out in a way that showed they were unsure of themselves and they didn't know. Um, and I'm sure some people were, but I wasn't following those people or I wasn't like seeing that stuff. So uh, it's just a, I think I want my legacy to be, Hey, we're all just figuring this out. You know, yeah. just believe in yourself. Don't try to emulate exactly what somebody else is doing and try to be them just be yourself and compare yourself and your performance to where you were yesterday, where you were a week ago, a year ago. And those are the things that are important. And I, I think that when you start evaluating it like that and you're just comparing yourself to what you've done in the past and, and your progress, it makes you immune to a lot of outside chatter. Like when people say negative things to you, as long as you can look within yourself and say, I know that I've grown personally from who I was before. You you kind of like block out all of that chatter because you know deep down my goal is to improve and to get a little bit better every day. And as long as you can tell yourself that you've done that, you won. Yeah. So. That was did I answer your question? Yeah. Was it? Yep. 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 Okay. Um. Believe in yourself, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> if I can do it, anybody can do it. Yeah. Right. I think so. Yeah. 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 Sick. I was going to say the, uh, since we have put so much content on there, I think that, I mean, with anybody's online presence, you yeah. look at their first post and their latest post and you're going to see growth, but we have documented things so, um, intensely that I feel like if someone watched the first vlog that you made yeah. and then watched this vlog, that we're going to put I'm out gonna on Sunday. It's going to be like, <laughs> I can't wait. Like, it's just such a stark transition. And like, it's, you have the ability to watch a business grow from start to finish. And I think yeah. that seeing the trajectory of just watching a business is probably pretty cool. Huh? I'm going to do that. You're going to watch the first vlog. Yeah. I'm going to do it when, when the vlog drops on Sunday, because I feel like, uh, this one, I feel like this one is particularly good. Yep. And, uh, That'll be really fun. Yeah. You know, because it's only been a few years. And uh, 
because sometimes you, you can kind of feel like uh, you're stagnant and you haven't grown that much when yeah. it's it's just incremental. It's a tiny bit at a time over a longer period. But then when you when you do something like that, like, all right, well, I'm going to watch this vlog and then I'm going to go back and watch the first one that we did back in 2019, which is coming up on four years ago. Yeah. Like, I think March of 2019 was the first vlog. So... Wow, to see how far we've come in four years. That'll be yeah. fun. Yeah. I love that. All right, so what uh, do you want your legacy to be online? Just inspiring people to get more hobbies? <laughs> no, it was that. It's in the handle. Like, oh, that was I wanted answer. to oh. Like, we are documenting th- the, we have documented the trajectory of a business and what a business can do. Just one example of a business. Just one. But like so much, like, and 2019 seems like so far away, but it also feels like not that much time has passed. And I think that yeah. like the growth that we have experienced in those four years, I say we have only been here, not the whole four years, but you know what I mean? I, I think feel metaphorically, like everyone was here in the meeting. We were, we were We've all built this together. Spiritually, yeah. yeah. You didn't know it, but um, you worked here. I was, I was part of this team in yeah. 2019. Yep, exactly. Um, but yeah, I think that that's, that's the legacy that we're leaving. And I think that it, I just... Like, it's kind of scary that everything that you do lasts online forever. But I also think it's yeah. pretty cool. It's like, yeah, it is. It's cool to go look that we have the ability to go look at 2019 Sean and see what he was up to and compare it to I now to see that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think that 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 does that is like really interesting. I hadn't I hadn't really thought about that yeah. exactly in that manner that a lot of. A lot of people always think that they're too late to get started. Like, yeah. oh, you know, everybody's doing social media. Like, I missed the boat on that. I wish I would have started five years ago. But, like, the early, like, the sooner you start, like, if you just start today, like, imagine how far you can get in yeah. four years with whatever you're doing. Yeah. Like, you're going to be here probably. So, yeah. You might as well you might as plan well for do that. Do something. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, and it, it seems like a long time when we've done all this work. Four years ago seems like an eternity ago, but really four years ago, like I could have just been like not doing anything, just coasting along and I'd be in the same spot that I was four years ago, which, yeah. you know, there was nothing wrong with it, but we're all about growth, you know? Yeah. Growth and growing into... Actually, now that I'm thinking about now it. Now that you're thinking about if it, If you what? go back and you do yeah. like a deep dive on yourself, maybe that's where you find like what your thing is. Like something you didn't even notice. If you're looking at your entire portfolio at once, yeah. you can kind of see your thing. Maybe your thing floats to the top and you realize what it is. Yeah. That's Something to think about. Yeah. Wow. I think we should leave it on that note. That was so deep. <laughs> that was profound. <laughs> that was. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, we're getting squirrely. All right. All right. Ready? Homework for everybody. Uh, <laughs> let us know what is your differentiator. What give you us think? some more examples of it, and we'll talk yeah. about it next week to give people some more inspiration to look within themselves and their business and figure out their differentiator, and uh, then they can be on their journey to profound growth. There you go. Sweet. All right. Well, uh, until next time. This has been the hardworking happy hour. See you next week. Bye bye.